How do you detach ego from, um, you know, when you have to take accountability and inventory of your values, how do you detach ego, especially being young? Um, you know, you mentioned buying stuff to impress people you don't like. I feel like it's a, it's a very prevalent um, issue of our generation, of my generation rather, where, you know, people rather, or people would much rather focus on the perception of progress or creating the perception of progress than actually making progress. And I feel like a lot of it is tied in with um, with ego and sort of placing uh, oneself in the hierarchy, you know, comparing yourself to other people and all that, you know, uh, you have an idea of what I'm talking about. So how do you, how do you sort of detach and disconnect from that? Well, what you want to do is a four step process. Number one, you want to practice identifying when you're in your own way. You want to practice identify what's called the ego-based consciousness. You want to practice identifying for you what the strongest needs of the ego are. For me, it's the need to be offended, the need to be right, the need to be separate, the need to be inferior, the need to be superior, anxious, frustrated, worried, guilty, resentful. All of these needs accelerate me in the wrong trajectory. They always have. They've cost me time, money, emotion, and resource in my life. Once I have practiced identifying it, then I have to practice being a ferocious Buddha. Ferocious in the respect that when you're in ego-based consciousness and accelerating in the wrong direction, you need to stop. When you're in the ego-based consciousness, your mind, body, soul is on fire. Everybody knows when you're on fire, you stop, you drop, and you roll. You do the same thing. You stop, breathe through your nose, out through your mouth, you drop down to neutrality, to center, to find the truth-based consciousness that will allow you to roll in the right direction towards productivity, accessibility, and gratitude, towards the light, the love, and the lessons in your life, to happiness, to abundance. That's what you do. Number one, awareness, stop, then drop, and then roll. Um, how did you curate that sort of understanding? Was it through books or experiences, or what kind of content were you consuming to understand? So there's several different things. Uh, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, I was one of the catalysts. Understanding intention, reading people like Dr. Wayne Dyer with the power of intention, studying the Course in Miracles every day to understand the values of gratitude and forgiveness and accountability, understanding the blend between the pragmatic world and the higher uh, vibrating world of faith. I see money and faith both as currencies. A definition of a currency is an object of energy that you put into the flow. It's an mm -hmm. object of current. And so money obviously is a currency. You put it into the flow, you get what you want. But most people don't know how to blend it with their intuition and faith. Uh, the ability to must be what they can be, to ability to find the light, the lesson, the love and the lessons and the suck, to be able to enjoy the consistent, persistent pursuit of their potential without voting for what other people want for you, without voting for what you don't want for yourself, but truly expanding and growing and creating that vacuum so that you fill it with what you want. If you vote for what you want in your life by paying attention to it, giving intention to it, the coincidences of what you want will fill that void and vacuum immediately. What about the people that, you know, have obligations that have to, you know, pay their bills or feed their families? How can they incorporate this within their sort of daily routine? Because uh, this, sorry, not to cut you off, but this feels like uh, something 
you can dive deeper into when you have more freedom, when you've kind of attained financial uh, stability in your life, and then you have the time to dive into, you know, introspect and be introspective and uh, really figure out who you are. But to the people that are operating on a daily basis that have these societal pressures, you know, what would you recommend for them? Well, number one, don't be a two, right? So if you believe that, that it's a matter of wealth that determines the opportunity to look introspectively, you're being a two. A tube means that you're living your life just to put food in your mouth and poop it out the other end. You're more than a tube. So here's five things for everyone to do regardless of your economic status. These are the five things that you do every single day because two minutes a day is worth more than two hours on a Saturday. You control no matter what wealth you have. You control your mindset. You control your heart set, the way you feel. You control what you think, say, do, and believe. So number one, take inventory of your values according a weighted balance of what you want during the day, regardless of what you have. Two, ask and attract. Find out what value you can provide, but more importantly, ask as many people as you can in person on the phone, email and media. Do you know anyone that can help me? On average, most people know about a thousand people. There are no gatekeepers in the world. Everybody's a sponsor and a power sponsor. They're here to create a flow to help you. Three, be a student a student of your calendar. Study what you have planned, what you don't have planned, and your sleep. My tomorrow starts today. I have an unwinding routine that allows me to make sure that I'm most productive, accessible, gracious every single day by waking up at four o'clock and moving forward from then and making sure that I fall asleep and do a deep, deep productive sleep by 11 o'clock every day. Then make sure that you do it now. No matter what your wealth or social economic status is, The difference between successful people and unsuccessful people is successful people get shit done. So learn to do things now. Ask yourself, can I do it now? And if I can't do it now, then go ahead and put it in your calendar for the next day to prioritize by what's most important. To be efficient, effective, statistically successful. And then finally, number five, as you just went over and attributed your own conditions and values to of having to be wealthy to do it, practice ending fear. You know, make it a practice. I'm practicing it at 52. You should practice it at 22. It wouldn't matter. You have to take these five daily practices, give it a minimum amount of time, lower the bar. It's more important to do these things every day than to do them once a week. And I promise you, if you hold your own values and you take inventory of those, ask and attract, student your calendar, do it now and practice ending fear, you will have everything that you want. You'll be able to make more money, help more people, and absolutely have more fun.